Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman. Our next guest is Julie Starr, Julie Starr Nutrition. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Thank you. Good so morning. tell us tell us a little bit about your company and about what you do and, uh, and who you do it for. So uh, my company, Julie Starr Nutrition, has pretty much been in existence for 15 years. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one counseling where I help people with not just their nutrition, although that's the major component, but um, really figuring out what their wellness formula is. So that's why I call myself a nutritionist and wellness strategist. Um, so I work with people, I'd say ages 16 until 60. But the thing that they all have in common is that they're all overachievers in, mm -hmm. in whatever they do. So they're like multitaskers. They just, and they have full lives and they feel like if they're gonna do one more thing, add one more thing, which could be trying to be healthier, everything's going to topple over. And so that's where I come in. So I really do like concierge work in the sense that you almost feel like you have a nutritionist in your pocket or on your, you know, on your shoulder. Um, and you're like hearing my voice almost every day, which I kind of feel bad about because I have like, I think an annoying like Jewish woman's voice from Connecticut, but that's okay. Like, people don't seem to mind it. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 it gets the message across, right? And if they're hearing it. It, it does. So, they're yes, hearing it continually, right? Yes. Yeah, so I've been doing this 15 years and, and outside of doing one-on-one -on -one counseling, I do group coaching work. Um, I'd say three or four times a year, I offer a group program. At this point, it's um, mostly via Facebook um, with Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives. And um, I do corporate wellness as well, um, which has actually become quite popular in the last um, year to try to keep um, employees motivated and staying healthy, especially during COVID and now like a post-COVID transition. So it sounds as though um, obviously in your world, a lot of what you do is very individualized, right? For, for an individual. And, and you talk about people that come to you uh, very often are high achievers and um, I guess if I was going to deconstruct that, it sounds as almost they're looking to optimize their situation. Um, and, and, and I would imagine that um, to do that, you really have to break down, you know, do they keep diaries? They come to, is that one of the first things you ask somebody to do is give me a seven day, a 30 day or whatever that time frame is of like, what exactly are you putting into your body? <laughs> yes. Yes. So I definitely, so I should say that um, uh, there is a, a pretty large part of my um, clientele that have disordered eating. And if you come to me for that, you really won't be food recording. I like to just put that out there because like that, you know, I always am very mindful of that. I don't want to trigger anything, but yes, if you do not have that in your background, then everybody is going to be food journaling. Um, I use an awesome platform that's HIPAA compliant. So basically like everybody has their own profile where they can send me photos, um, any messages they send me, like the menu of where they're going to go to eat the supermarkets, everything. So um, they should do that before we meet and then throughout our, our counseling. So I offer three month and six month sessions. So throughout the program, um, it's a lot about accountability. So they're writing not just what they eat, but when they're exercising, um, everything is virtual at this point. Um, so if, if weight loss or weight gain is something that they want, um, they are recording their weights on certain days, um, it, it met body measurements, uh, pictures of themselves in certain clothes, um, 
yeah, clothes on in the photos. <laughs> so I, I, I was going to ask because uh, so much of it, you, you know, I, I think what comes to mind when you think about your nutrition and you think weight loss, but it could be weight gain. It could be different distribution um, of, of where they're carrying their weight because everybody is different. So um, uh, what percentage of the people would you say come to you are looking at, at something other than weight loss or is weight loss the predominant driver for people? It, it's, it is mostly waste, weight loss. It, it, it is. I mean, I've been doing this for, for, for a very long time. So You've a lot probably of seen it all. <laughs> I've seen it all. And a lot of times people will come to me and they're like, I just want to be healthy. And I'm like, you really want to lose weight. No, but <laughs> um, I, the, the majority of my clients want to lose weight. Um, but I like to get um, a little bit more in depth in terms of what they actually really want. Is it, is it just a number on the scale? Or is it like you were saying, parts of their body that they want to be different. So I have like this superpower, I guess, where I can look at somebody and I can tell where they can go when it comes to what they look like. And that's not just their body, their muscles or anything. It's like their skin, their eyes, you know, that shows health too, their hair. Um, so is that so, the whole package that you're looking to, to uh, transform and to develop is, is the, the, you know, the entire body, including, as you said, hair, skin, all of the above. And, and I, that I can tell from shoulders up if somebody is, um, is healthy or is well. And, and also is succeeding in, in our program. But I'm um, going back to- um, We'll have to wait till the video stops and you'll tell me whether you think I'm healthy or not. I, <laughs> I'm totally I, I, I still haven't, I still totally haven't figured it out. Yeah, uh, but majority of people do want to lose weight, but um, especially during this, because of COVID, the average person has gained between um, 10 and 20 pounds. Um, but there are a lot, I work with high um, college kids. I work with, um, and not just women, men. And there are, um, you know, a lot of my college students that are male want to build muscle. You know, they, they have a certain body type that they want to get to. So we do talk about um, weight gain, building muscle, because I've also been in the fitness industry while I, you know, owned a couple studio yoga and bar studios over the years. I've worked with trainers. Um, so I do talk about their exercise regime a lot and how they can um, target certain muscle groups. And I also have resources that I consult too about that. I do not do personal training. So, and also with, uh, with a lot of the teenage girls right now, they, um, they're loving their Kardashians. So they have a very different body type that they want to achieve. So mm -hmm. it is it, a big part of what I do is be, is kind of break down what people want to look like, what people really want to feel like and, and what is realistic where can they go? And once I teach them how to, what their wellness formula is and their wellness tools, because I call it like the wellness toolbox or tool belt, um, then they can decide which ones they want to use and what they want to actually do. Because sometimes to get to your ultimate state of wellness, both like inside and outside, it, it will compromise the life, the lifestyle that you want. So my ultimate goal is to show people what they, what they can, can't do and really have, feel in control and not feel stressed about what they eat and how they move their body mm. and just feel and, empowered I, 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 and confident that they know what to do. 
And you, you talked about, um, I, I think you said three month or six month engagements is, is typically the way you engage with people. Yes. I would imagine, and, and just, you know, sort of being a young 20 something myself, um, you know, I realized that Me these too. things take time. That, that, three to, that three to six months is the beginning of a journey. Um, yeah. That, you, you know, you're setting them on a path that hopefully will carry them into the future. I would imagine the habits and the discipline that you're helping them to develop um, you know, there's no magic bullet. It's not, you know, don't do it for three months and think this is going to change your life for, for the future. This is a start, a foundation. Correct. It's a foundation. And, you know, I, I've, I have a fascination with food. I always have, even since I was a little girl, I would, um, decide whose house I was going to have a play date with based on what they had in their kitchen. And that's serious. Like I'm a nutritionist. I don't blame you. Love food, all kinds <laughs> of food. And, um, the uh, we've made associations with every food that we've come in contact with and those associations can be good or bad and food aversions are one of the hardest things to um to break so um yeah when when you are looking in a program that has to do with shifting what you eat it is figuring out also why you eat it what you like about what you're eating what you don't like about what you're eating and getting really honest with yourself so that takes a lot longer than you know that um you know a habit takes 21 days to break that's a joke that it's not 21 days you know I think 21 years yeah so <laughs> it, it, it takes you know it takes doing well it takes failing it takes getting back on and um three months i think is a great amount of time to establish habits but it but once you establish those habits you have to learn how to be adaptable and adaptability is what leads to success. And I think in not just your wellness program, but I think in life. And, and I would think that, you know, again, uh, coming out of a pandemic and, and um, people's habits, uh, if you will, um, you know, somebody's eating a restaurant five days a week, suddenly wasn't eating a restaurant five days a week, well, they may be eating takeout five days a week or so mm -hmm. changing those cycles and habits and continually shifting and and finding out, uh, you know, it's it's okay to do this, but you know that can't become a new habit. Um, so so really coaching people through uh, how to how to do it over a consistent long period of time, I would imagine, is where you provide tremendous value. Is really changing the way they think and how they how they act. Yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID has definitely brought. I mean, I have a very big uh, following on Facebook, which I'm not bragging about. It's like whatever. It is what it is. And, um, but what I've seen via Facebook is that people will cook, people will bake if, 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 if they want to. Remember all that bread baking people did? Mm. You know, people are um, buying Pelotons. They have the resources, they have skills. It's really, and like, it's so funny because people, like a lot of my clients forget I'm friends with them on Facebook. And when they food record, I'll, I'll <laughs> screenshot photos from their Facebook posts. I'm like, what about those margaritas that I saw last night? Where are those? Um, but it's funny. Uh, but it, so much of what I do is really showing people how to utilize the resources that they have. Um, and just filtering out, like people like to be distracted. We love distractions. So it's like, you don't have to bake bread, okay? Like, great that you did. I'm really happy you baked bread, but um, can you like eat breakfast? You know, like- Well, and, and, and to your point, the denial, you know, it wasn't my margarita. Oh yeah, sure it was. <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, hey guys, um, drinking White Claws every day 
um, while also being quarantined, like it's not gonna lead to anything great. (laughs) But it is about making the connections. If people make, um, people continue to do something if they see positive results. So I try, especially early on in the programs with people is to show people connections when they do a they will it will result in b and b is positive if you do b uh d i'm not very good at this analogy but if you do something else and then you get a bad thing don't do it but you have to see that so it is just reminding people hey remember when you ate this way for a week and you exercised you felt great you look better in your clothes because you felt better, like reminding them. Good, good stuff. It's all, it's all related. We're all one, one being and, you know, got to make sure that it's all connected and all, all working well together. Uh, Julie Starr, owner of Julie Starr Nutrition. What's the best peop- way for people to reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you, talk more about uh, how you can help them out? Uh, they can go to my website, juliestarnutrition.com. And there's and a star with two R's. Star with two R's. Yes. Yes. JulieStarNutrition.com. I'm also on Instagram at Star Nutrition, two R's. Um, and yeah, those, those are the best ways. Great. Good advice. Good guidance. It's been a pleasure having you on Radio Entrepreneurs. We thank you for your time and uh, keep up the good habits and uh, diet and exercise and discipline. Yeah. Mindset. Absolutely. Julie Star, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll be right back with another story on Radio Entrepreneurs.